Time to get your fix. It's the Horrible Gaming Awards. With Zachariah, a tiny wizard, and Phil Billy too. We're getting down with the foundation. It's what we're gonna do, yeah. Gaming Awards. Welcome to the second annual Horrible Game Awards. And now, your hosts, Zachariah, Neil, aka a tiny wizard, and Philbilly330. Hello, my name is Zachariah with Old Man Gaming. You heard that at the top of the show. Uh, you have, you, you're welcome. We're this is a special show. You're not hearing the podcast. You're hearing the Horrible Game Awards, the best award show nobody cares about. Uh, right here, we're going to break down our choices, our favorites, uh, uh, the the best games of 2020. Uh, to do that with me is first of all my podcast co-host, uh, the man who does. Halo Infinite Road with me. Uh, you know him. Uh, sometimes you hate him. Sometimes you love him. Uh, Neil, aka Tiny Wizard, say hello, man. Why, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Quantum Stadium, Neil. You're back, buddy. I helped build this stadium <laughs> with my own two hands. My own two- uh, okay, so, but he's not the only one hosting this show. We've got another celebrity here, uh, the Buildmaster General. Uh, he was with me in all the 330 shows. Uh, my partner in everything FPS other than Halo, that would be Philbilly330. Yo, what's up, old man fam? Back again, once again. Guys, here we are, Horrible Game Awards. We have a sold-out Quantum Stadium. I just want to thank Neil again for his amazing audio work so that nobody can actually hear how loud this crowd is right now. Oh, they're going nuts. <laughs> as long as the check clears, that's all I care. It, it's not. It's not at all going to clear. <laughs> In the interest of transparency, you will get no money. Uh, guys... Uh, we today we are breaking down our favorite uh, our favorite games our favorite experiences our best soundtracks of 2020 and honestly uh, I'm calling them out I think we do it better than the Game Awards does it so for the next however long this is and it's probably going to be long sit back enjoy us we have also gathered celebrity presenters uh, the best contributors commenters uh, anybody who has who's really involved in this channel will be also helping us to present each award um, and we're just we're just so excited for this this is a horrible game award uh, you've been waiting for it all year but not as long as 2077 so that's a good thing <laughs> but all right guys so what do you guys think should we get this thing going or do you guys want to say anything add to that well wait a to put us on the spot. Sorry, sorry. This show is <laughs> completely 100% improvised. <laughs> I'm ready no scripts to get here. into the action of the only game show that matters this year. Uh, I I agree with that, Philbilly330. We're dropping the gauntlet. We are the only game, game award show that matters at all, period. Um, all right, well, let's do it. Let's go ahead and get into the first award. Horrible Game Award 
Single Player Experience of the Year. Hi guys, Zachariah, first award coming at you. Uh, one thing you guys should know right up front is we uh, we don't know which host is going to be with us at any one given time uh, just because of how the Quantum Stadium works. Um, but in addition to that, the hosts are also going to do some presenting tonight because What's the fun in us not actually participating? So right now my co-host is actually the incomparable Philbilly330. Say hello, buddy. What's up, guys? What's up? But our celebrity presenter is also our host, Neil, a.k.a. a tiny wizard. I am also here. <laughs> and you're the presenter for this award. You're the presenter for our first award, man. You're opening the show. That's comforting and fills me with pressure and anxiety i hope i don't screw it up i mean it's not like the entire show the entire theme the en entire feel of this entire program is resting solidly on your shoulders trust me it's it's not i don't know i i honestly worry about a steve harvey moment oh, <laughs> truthfully right. hey, we, we made it out of that all right so you can, uh, you'll be uh, all right, so Neil, you are doing the the award for best single player game. Uh, we couldn't think of a better person to announce this award since you are uh, the trumpeter of the single player game as far as this channel is concerned. Um, so why don't you go ahead and give those nominees? All right, so the nominees for single player game of the year: Watch Dogs Legion, Doom Eternal. Wasteland 3, and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm, these, are some, these are some interesting picks. We got four good ones in the single-player uh, single genre. Uh, celebrity pre presenter goes first. Neil, what do you think of these four? Which one do you want to see win? Uh, you know what? I honestly, I'd say toss-up between Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing. Um I uh, I have not played Watch Dogs and I have not played Wasteland, but I did play Doom Eternal and did play Animal Crossing. And I do have to say, like, Animal Crossing came out of nowhere for me this year, mm -hmm. as it did probably a lot of people, just given when it came out, it was the right thing at the right time with everything we've been dealing with. But I took one look at Animal Crossing, even when it was first announced, like, two, three years ago. I was like... I will never play that. And if you remember when we played it on uh, <laughs> Prelude, Prelude, yeah, um, I just did not enjoy myself, and I tried to troll the ever living crap out of you guys. Yeah. And after that, I actually played it legitimately, <laughs> and I yeah. enjoyed it. Um. So I mean, there was that, and Doom Eternal. I mean, Doom Eternal. I love Doom 2016. I've been waiting for Doom Eternal to come out. I I didn't I never lost hype for that game. That game was fantastic all the way through until the very end. Right. Um so yeah. Uh well Phil Billy, what do you think of these four? Which one do you want to see win? I, I think I know the answer, but Yeah, um Wastelands three is probably top three games I've ever played in my life. So that would be <laughs> my pick um for the winner. Uh much like Neil said he had no interest in animal crossing the only difference between uh me and neil is i will not go back on my word i will never <laughs> ever <laughs> ever play that game i have no break. interest in it and it's just because it's not my uh not my style but, right 
Right. Not not to say it is not deserving of being on the list. Uh, I have seen uh, you play uh, Zach Watch Dogs Legion. It looks like a cool game. Haven't got to play it myself, and I do know quite a bit about Doom Eternal, so I think they all deserve their spot in their own way. But yeah, my personal pick would be Wasteland. You know, I, I got to say my personal pick is Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, coming from a franchise that has been mostly kind of tongue-in-cheek, uh, this game came out of nowhere with an amazing story. When I wanted to get this game, I wanted to get it just for the feature of playing anybody in London. I thought that was cool, and I thought I'd have some fun with that and never actually finish it. I forced myself to finish this because the writing was so good, and, and that, to me, it just came out of left field. It just pulled me in. And uh, it just got me. It got me really hard and good. Um, hard and good. Yeah, hard and good. It got me hard, and it got me good. You take what you want from that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, we've all called it, Neil. There can be only winner, one winner. Uh, what's the single-player game of 2020? All right. Well, the single-player game of 2020. Ripping and tearing through the competition. It is Doom Eternal. Crowd goes wild. Crowd goes wild. We're waiting for him to calm down, even though you can't hear him. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was a little bit more contested. This field uh, we had uh, Wasteland three with four, AC New Horizons with four, Watchdog Legion had five, and then Doom Eternal had eight, taking the win. Uh, so a really really interesting category, but Doom takes the victory, um, and I'm okay with that. I know. Whoa, and that, uh, you could tell the crowd is okay with it too. Ma'am, this is a fan, put your top back on. Jeez, <laughs> outside the window of the Quantum Studio, the crowd is going nuts. If I want to see boobies, it'll be in character creation in Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> <laughs> Just like if I want to see penis, because it's in there. It's in there. All right. Even if you have pants on sometimes, yeah. it's still there. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Well, that's single play. That's that's the vote. Neil, I know you're a foundation member. You're a host on the podcast. Uh, you're on Halo Infinite Road, um, but you're still a celebrity presenter right now. So what was your favorite OMG 2020 moment? I want to say that my favorite OMG 2020 moment was when we started Halo Infinite Road. And I, I think that, that was that was just it's just great it's fun it's an outlet for me um i the only other one that i would nominate right next to that as my favorite moment was streets of retro because it was you and i's first <laughs> let's play series that we've done yeah yeah and that was a lot of fun too i i think halo infinite roads uh fundamentally more entertaining but they're both pretty good in my opinion but thank yes. you neil thank you for presenting sir uh, then we're going to head on to the next award, guys. And, uh, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a second. Horrible Game Award, Best Game Developer 2020. All right, everybody. So the Quantum Stadium is full. We got people everywhere. And, uh, you know, as we probably said at the top of the show, the hosts will be switching back and forth depending on who can be potentially temporally available. So right now, Neil is with me. Uh, but we got a very special presenter, one of our all-time favorite fans. Uh, Kayla, say hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, Kayla, you will be presenting to us the uh, the Best Developer of 2020 Award. Okay. 
And uh, Neil, you should probably say hi now to prove that you are actually here. You can't make me. <laughs> I am tiny wizard now. You, you are. <laughs> Kayla has claimed it. The throne hath been usurped. <laughs> Uh, all right, Kayla, well, why don't you uh, give us those nominees? All right. The nominees are Ubisoft, Supergiant Games, Obsidian, and In Exile. All right. So four top-notch developers. Guys, let's just talk about it for a second. What do we think about these nominee uh, nominees? Um, I mean, myself, I honestly had not even heard of In Exile before – the awards, truthfully. <laughs> uh, so, um, but I mean, In Exile's had a great year, though. Pillars of uh, Pillars of Eternity, I think, are them. And then you've got uh, obviously Wasteland Three, which is all over our awards this year. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, I, what I what I really like about this list is Ubisoft is really the only real like triple A developer. I mean. Obsidian is up there for sure. I I think they would be more considered like the double, double A. Yeah. yeah, but like Supergiant, they always come out of nowhere with like one game every five years, but it's always like just killer, pristine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, Kayla? What What are your thoughts on these developers? I think this is a nice list. It's not like Bethesda or EA, so. It's just showing that we don't need the big AAA titles to come out with good games anymore. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I think that the uh, this year was really a uh, a chance for the indies to shine, you know, and and shine they did. I will say of all the AAA developers that managed to have a decent year, Ubisoft is probably the only one. And so I like that they are on this list, but I like that the other three are independent developers. Uh, so, Kayla, without further ado, the crowd is going nuts. They are, I mean, you can't hear them because of how good Neil rigged the audio, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're going nuts. They really want to know who the winner is. Why don't you tell us who the, the Horrible Game Award for Best Developer of 2020 goes to? All right. And the winner is, I'm opening Suspense. my envelope. Okay, good. I'm staring at it very longingly. I'm glad that there's suspense. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Long, long dramatic pause. Somebody coughs in the crowd. <laughs> Obsidian. Obsidian. <laughs> crowd goes wild. Uh, yeah, that is awesome. Obsidian won it. Uh, and that is, I, I think that's the best one to win, honestly. Um, so you guys want to know the vote count? Yeah, I'm curious. So there was actually only a couple of blowouts this year. Uh, not not a lot. Uh, this was very highly contested. So we had the lowest was In Exile with two uh, votes. Uh, then we had second highest Super Giant Games with four votes. Uh, then Ubisoft got five votes. And Obsidian won with just one guy's six votes. That was close. Yeah, so super close, super contested, but Obsidian won it. I, th I think it's a good pick. I don't know about you guys. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so, Kayla, you are a presenter. We thank you for presenting, and now we want to give you the chance. What's your favorite OMG 2020 moment? Well, thank you for having me again. <laughs> um, it's hard to pick, especially because 
I feel like this channel is the highlight of 2020. Oh. So, you know, oh. maybe I'm just partial to that. But I think... Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I think being on Prelude with you and Melissa was the funnest part uh, yes. of everything playing animal crossing together when all of us were just <laughs> still kind of learning because we all jumped on animal crossing just to make neil mad uh-huh. <laughs> uh was probably my favorite oh that is a good pick and those those are some of my favorite episodes especially when uh me and neil were just riffing on each other while you and melissa played super mario that was also mm, yes. very entertaining yes. Uh, I, I enjoyed all of those. Uh, and, and Kayla, thank you so much for coming on here and being part of, uh, the old man fam, so to speak. We really appreciate it. Thank you again for having me. All right, everyone. Uh, that wraps up this award, but we're about to head on over to the next one. Horrible Game Award, Best New IP of 2020. All right, so that brings us to our next award here at the Horrible Game Awards. And as I said at the top of the show, we never know which host is going to be with us thanks to the uh, mercutial uh, uh, form of the quantum stadium. Uh, so right now it's me, of course, Zachariah. Then it's Neil, a.k.a. Tiny Wizard. Say hello, friend. Why, hello. <laughs> and then, of course, it's the streamer extraordinaire. He once was a part of this channel. Gone off to do his own things. Nobody's salty about it, I swear. And that is Logan, a.k.a. Night645. Logan, how you doing? What's good, boys? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to be here. All joking aside, we are very happy to have you again on on this. You are part of the second annual, and, and we appreciate you, man. Two time. Two, two time. Two time. Uh, all right. So with that out of the way, why don't you hit us with those nominees for uh, Best New IP? The nominees are Deep Rock Galactic, Godfall, Hades, and Grounded. All right. Well, I just want to say uh, to everybody out there, you know we're transparent here. We totally fucked up the first take on this. So I got to say, I think we did it better the second time around. So oh, yay us. Yay us. Uh, but what do we think about these nominees? Neil, I'm going to go your way first. All right. Well, Deep Rock Galactic, uh, it just kind of showed up one day, and it's just been going since. I've heard about this game from a lot of different places, and I've heard it's pretty popular. Um, and then Godfall is one of those very rare and elusive live service games that uh, I myself am curious about and want to try at some point. Uh, Hades, Hades is definitely on my want to playlist. Uh, this thing has just been crushing it since it's come out. And then grounded from Obsidian out of nowhere, Obsidian just sticking their necks out there and trying something different and actually getting a bit of a following from it. Uh, yeah. What about you, Logan? How do you feel about these nominees? Deep Rock Galactic, I, I was really intrigued about this game when it was in a beta. It, the only reason that I didn't get it at the time was it wasn't in the Game Pass. And it also it didn't seem like it had a lot to it. And I was very scared for the game because it had a lot of potential, but I'm very glad to see over time that they've really committed to it. Mm-hmm. With Godfall, I've, I've seen a lot of footage. I haven't gotten to play it, but I, I think it <laughs> it's looks a controversial really cool, choice. I'm I going think to get around to it eventually. And then Hades, I haven't seen much on it, to be honest. Really? You wow. Check that one out, man. It's a game of the year contender for the actual game awards, which are not as good as these game awards, no matter what sure. anybody says. 
<laughs> they're not as good as us. And then your feelings and, aren't grounded. And then grounded spiders. <laughs> like okay, what, what else can I say? I mean, I gotta agree with you guys' points. Uh, I think Deep Rock Galactic has really built a foundation. They're in Games Pass now. Uh, that's I've already said that's like my surprise hit of uh, 2020. I've been playing it a lot. Um, anytime I get the chance, actually. Uh, Godfall, I've put a lot of hours into it. It definitely has its flaws. It's a very controversial choice. But when it comes to new IP, I think it is a completely original world. Um, and while the story doesn't really shine through in the main game, if you read those codecs, it just it just sets this world on fire. Uh, Hades is great. It's uh, I, I've already talked about it a couple of times. I think it's the absolute best roguelite that has ever been made in the history of the world. And then uh, Grounded, I think, is fundamentally, like, it's in beta, it is flawed, but at, on a level of new IP, it's absolutely, it's absolutely original, in my opinion. So, uh, I, think, I think that covers our thoughts. Logan, why don't you do the honors and go ahead and give us the winner. And the winner is Grounded. No, the Quantum Stadium goes wild, and you can't hear him because of how good Neil is with microphones. Uh, so, so great. Congratulations to Grounded. What do we think, guys? Uh, do, do we like this winner? Uh, yeah, you, you go first. You go first. I honestly, uh, I was actually kind of pulling for Godfall a little bit. Really? Really? Okay. I, yeah, I, I, it's... It just looks so good, and they have such a solid idea. It's unfortunate the review system scored it the way that they did, but I've not tried it myself, so I can't really pass judgment on it. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, what my review is one of the most more positive reviews of Godfall. Um, I will say I I'm okay with any of these four winning. Uh, I think if anyone I kind of wanted to see lose, which is surprising that I'm going to say this, it was Deep Rock just because the game is so old. I know it spent a lot of time in beta, but still it kind of like almost doesn't feel like that new IP anymore. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the winner. And I'm going to tell you right now, the people are happy with the winner too, guys. Do you want to know? Most of our categories were extremely competitive this year, winning by only one or two votes. This category... Not so much. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic got one vote for new IP. Godfall, uh, Hades got two votes. Uh, Godfall got four votes. Grounded got ten votes. Everybody showed up with votes for new IP, and almost everybody voted for Grounded. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it, it blew it out of the water. Blew it out of the water. So Good for Grounded. We're towards the end of our little segment here. That brings us, Logan, your favorite OMG moment of 2020. Hit us. My favorite OMG moment of 2020 was when you were streaming <laughs> and of course you, you hit a lady a with your car <laughs> and you said insurance will pay for that without even <laughs> flinching. Just kept driving. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know anybody who's watched my watchdog stream, but I am notoriously bad at driving in that, uh, in the, in the first stream ever. I was trying to recruit somebody, and I literally ran over their wife with a Vespa by accident. <laughs> uh, and it's just uh, crazy. But, but yeah, that's a good pick. Of course, you'd pick something streaming-oriented. It's true. It's true. Of course. N Knights, give yourself a quick plug, man. Uh, what do you want to plug about yourself before we wrap this up? 
check me out at twitch.tv slash I am knights. Ah, he, he, he's da- decided on the branding. Uh, Logan, thank you so much for being here, man. We really appreciate you presenting, taking the time, and being part of the award community. Uh, and, and always a friend of the show. Uh, happy to have you back, man. Hey, thank you for having me. All right. Okay, guys, let's move on to the next award. Horrible Game Award, Best Performance of 2020. And welcome back. Uh, this is Neil, a.k.a. Tiny Wizard. Um, Zach is no longer here. He is gone. Gone forever, and this is my show now. Yes, and I have a new a new co-host. Introduce yourself, Phil. Yo, what's up, old man fam? Phil Billy 330 as the new co-host. But, Neil, we can't forget we have a special guest uh, announcer for this next category. Why don't you go ahead and introduce this stranger to the channel? All right. Go ahead and introduce yourself, stranger. It's finally come to pass. I knew you guys were always gunning for it. I knew you guys were, <laughs> were trying to take it. We'll take it. It's harder than it looks. You'll regret it. Don't come crawling back to me. No, don't take it. I like it too much. It's Zach. Hi, I'm Zachariah. I get to present this time. Well, yeah. we are so glad that you are doing that and talking now, so I cannot be scared to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, are you guys ready for the nominees? I, I, I'm very excited about this category. We didn't get to do a performance last year, and this is one that I've always wanted to do. And uh, so that's kind of why I really wanted to be the celebrity presenter for this one. Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, go on ahead. Uh, what are the nominees this year for uh, Best Performance? All right. The nominees for Best Performance in 2020 is Pascal Langdale as Bagley in Watchdogs Legion. Javier O'Neill as literally all the dwarves and voices in Deep Rock Galactic. Lucas Schunelman as the Patriarch in Wasteland 3. And if I butchered that name, I'm sorry. And then Jason Douglas as Krieg the Psycho in Borderlands 3. Well, that's a good list of nominees there. Uh, so... Phil, what do you what are you thinking? Uh, how do you how do you feel about this list? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I think all of these uh, voice actors did a great job in their perspe- respective games. Um, I think they all deserve a place on this list. Uh, yeah, Javier O'Neill really stepped up, taking a whole game under his one voice. Um, Krieg from Borderlands Three is amazing dialogue to listen to both essentially one person talk to his alternate personality of a psycho and uh the patriarch was great as well as uh bagley obviously so i mean the the pick is tough for me i feel like the most impressive to me would be javier o'neill just because of the sheer volume of uh, voice acting that he had to do for his uh, part in Deep Rock Galactic. What do you What are you guys thinking? Well, what are you thinking, Zach? 
Well, you know, as celebrity presenter Zachariah, I don't know who put together that amazing nominee video for this, uh, but I was really appreciative that they managed to capture voice of all four of these characters so that even if you didn't play the game, you could at least hear a little chunk of audio. I don't know who did that because I'm just celebrity presenter Zachariah, but... That, that, that's, that would be our editor, Zach. Oh, okay. Same name. Different. Right. Yeah, different Zach. Different Zach. I bet you he's a real fat guy. Um, in, in, in any case. Uh, and I wasn't expecting that. In any case, I, uh, I think personally my winner for this is Javier O'Neill. I think that anybody I, – I know that his lines aren't like necessarily the most deep lines, but anybody who literally finds a way to voice an entire game and you never know unless you looked it up impresses me it just does i love pascal langdale he is the glue that binds together watchdogs legions procedural generating without him that game doesn't work lucas schumann is amazing as the patriarch i'm sorry i keep butchering his name but i have played wasteland 3 i've actually played all four of these games and the, he he brings such a gravitas to everything he says and that game has a lot of dialogue and Oftentimes I get bored with a lot of dialogue, but the patriarch somehow makes it like I could just sit there and listen to that guy monologue. I'm good. Uh, and then, of course, Jason Douglas's Krieg. Uh, I urge anybody to go check out that DLC. Uh, he is phenomenal. The entire DLC, the DLC isn't that good. The DLC is held together by the fact that he literally voices, just fights with himself the entire time, and it's somehow that compelling. So... I love all these guys. I love all of these performances. Yeah, and uh, I, unfortunately, in this list, I mean, I'm familiar with uh, Krieg just because I've played the other Borderlands games. Uh, but outside of that, I really have not, had not heard uh, these other people within their own games. But I noticed the running theme of at least half of this list, it is one person playing multiple characters <laughs> in effect, basically. And that's that on its own to take your own one single voice and turn it and tweak it in little ways that makes it convincing enough to be a whole nother person or multiple people is just phenomenal. As a person, but, you know, as a person who did a wrestling show uh, with a lot of voices that may or may not be voiced by one person, it is much more difficult <laughs> than it sounds. Oh, I can, I can absolutely imagine. Um, and on that note, let's let's find out who won. Zach, would you go ahead and do the honors? All right, and the winner is Javier O'Neill for all the dwarves in Deep Rock Galactic. And I think that's a well-deserved victory by Javier. The crowd seems to agree here at the Quantum Studio. They're going nuts. It, yeah, it's a great time to be alive here at in uh, at Old Man Gaming's horrible game awards. In fact, I do believe they are screaming so much that their collective spittle is making it rain. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. I thought we had busted a sprinkler in here or something. So well, uh, let's let's run down the list here. Uh, Phil, what was the spread on these votes? It, it was a tight race, man. So uh, Lucas Schoenman, uh, as the Patriarch, he only managed to pull out one vote. 
but I don't think that is a detriment as it was a very stacked category. Uh, then you had a tight, tight race from there on out. You had Jason Douglas as Creed, Krieg, sorry, with four votes. Pascal Langdale as Bagley with four votes. And then Javier O'Neill took it with five votes. Wow. So number one, two, and three were a nail biter for sure. That's that's awesome, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. And I think, like I said, I think it was a stacked category and it was a tough choice. But uh, yeah, Javier O'Neill really showed um, showed some range with his ability to single-handedly voice an entire game. Very much so. Well, before I give you your throne back, Zach, I got to ask you, what uh, what was your favorite OMG moment this year, 2020? All right. I have to break the rules, and I have to do two. I apologize. No. No, no we don't do that here. <laughs> rules are rules. You will be punished. Well, I'll be punished then. I'll be punished, but I got to <laughs> do it. I got to do two. Uh, my number one is Borderlands 330. There is an episode uh, <laughs> where I challenge Phil Billy to talk with a southern accent uh, the entire episode, uh, and I do the same thing. It is 30 minutes of the worst southern accents you've ever heard in your life, and it is absolutely the funniest episode of anything I've ever been a part of. I laughed so hard through the whole thing. I like I walked away with like wrinkles in my smile lines like it was that much fun i'm sure it was offensive i don't care it was so much fun to do so it's got to be my number one moment the other no the other moment is gonna seem like a brag i don't want it to seem like a brag but i have to say it in the interest of honesty on the hunt finished i actually finished one cart slightly ahead of phil billy and the only reason i'm saying this is this is a personal achievement for me is because phil billy you are so much better at video games all video games than me for me to somehow eke that out against all hope and and, and anything is just like oh i i'm not so bad uh so no, you you pulled that out fair and square man i i I did, but man, you, you're just so good at games. Anytime, it, it almost bothers me whenever I play with you because usually the, the, the way it works is I will get a game and I'll be like, Phil Billy, you need to try this game. And he'll try it and either hate it or he'll try it and like it. And then within a week, he has beaten it. He has better builds than me. He is like way better at it than me. And I, just that one to, to somehow keep up with him. And just let me tell you, Phil, I also don't think I would have won if you hadn't switched your build so many times. It was so yeah. like you were like switching your builds and having fun with it. And I was just like white knuckle sweat pouring down my face. Like I can't change this build. It's the only one that barely works. I've almost died so many times. <laughs> yeah. You played for the win. That was definitely my downfall in that. I, I changed <laughs> weapons and builds a little too much to pull out the victory. So you got it. I mean, but I, I only got it by one barely. And I, I just want to say that, that to me, I, I don't think I'll ever get you in a game ever again. So <laughs> it's gotta be my, it's gotta be one of my favorite moments, even though it sounds like a brag, it really is. And it's, the only time it'll ever happen, so I have to remember it fondly. All right. Well, 
And uh, with that, we're going to move on to our next category, and I will climb down from atop this mountain and uh, return your throne to you. <laughs> Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Horrible Game Award Multiplayer Experience of the Year. Okay, so as was just announced, our next award is for the Multiplayer Game of the Year. Uh, and we have a very special presenter, the troll extraordinaire himself, Filthy Phil, how you doing? What's going on, everybody? <laughs> now, Fil right. Filthy Phil, you're here to read the nominees for Multiplayer Experience of the Year. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and, uh, and let us know what they are. All right. Uh, no specific order. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Rogue Company is the first nominee, uh, followed by Modern Warfare Warzone specifically. Um, next up is going to be Deep Rock Galactic and our little fighting dwarves, followed by the, uh, what do you call them, the Dinosaur Hunters of Monster <laughs> Hunter World Iceborne. All right, so good nominees all the, round, uh, all the way around. Uh, just to remind everybody again, Ex the experience is chosen if if a game is older than this year it can still be nominated if it had a major content update this year which many of these did so filthy what what do you think out of these four um well i'll go over the three that i know something about so because rogue company i'm just in the dark about uh haven't even watched a youtube video on it uh monster <laughs> hunter world i played some uh with you guys and Although I, I can't say the game was bad. It I just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't my type of game. Wasn't your uh, cup of tea. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the cat following you around, and you know, <laughs> I, mean, I really wanted to kill a cat because cats are evil. But that's a different <laughs> story. Uh, next up is Warzone. Uh, many many hours in Warzone. Uh, great game, uh, and. Really, as far as a glitch-free game, I think this is one of the top. Right. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic is just addictive. Um, whereas Warzone, you get on to play and have fun with your buddies. Deep Rock, actually, I want to go and play that game because I just enjoy it, the way they talk, uh, shooting loot bugs and you know talking about how cute they are and that they have to die. It's just hilarious. So, right. Um, right. My pick goes towards uh you know i was kind of torn between modern warfare and deep rock and i chose deep rock um uh, and what do you think well uh you know just to fill in some blanks i did play uh a bit of mod uh, rogue company this year i also played quite a bit of monster hunter iceborne we even did a series on it and uh both great multiplayer games rogue company is a third person stylized shooter uh which that one has had a little bit more bugs, but it has had overall fun, and it's it's something that launched in 2020 and is doing good. And I think anything that launches in 2020 and is doing good should be <laughs> should be talked about. Period. Uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne game came out in 2018. They have uh, continued to give huge updates to that game and just made it bigger and brighter. And now it's finally at the end of its life cycle, and it's just it's it's just all-encompassing just hours and hours of game so that's great too as far as what i would pick it's real tough but i gotta say i love deep rock galactic 2 that game sucked me in and uh anytime 
any time I think about one of these four, like which one, like I would want to play any time. I, I think it's Deep Rock Galactic. So, uh, but we'll have to see who won. It goes to yeah. the votes. It goes to. And I got to say, this category can really spread out because we yeah. do allow you know anything with a, a big update. I mean, you look at some mm-hmm. old games, uh, a 2013 game, I believe, uh, DayZ, which I've just gotten into. They just did the 1.10 up. Uh, release on an update right. release. Right. So that actually makes it fall into that. So there's a lot of games that are older that could fall into this, but they're just not getting the votes that these four games did. Well, if you want me to just add to that, uh, you know, when we do the way we do the nomination process is everybody in the committee gets to nominate up to three games in each category. We had nearly nearly 11 initial nominees for this category that we had to like cut down to four. So yeah, it, it, it's a very wide field. This and experience of the year was way bigger this year than I thought it was going to be. But nice. with, without further ado, filthy, I think you need to tell everybody who the winner is so that we can discuss it. Who gets the gold, who gets the horrible game award for multiplayer experience of the year? Well, the least horrible multiplayer of the year goes to deep, Rock Galactic and the Fighting Tours. Crowd goes wild. <sighs> we got to calm down the people here at the Quantum Stadium. They're going absolutely ballistic. Yes, the Deep Rock Galactic gets multiplayer experience of the year. And uh, I, I couldn't be happier about that one. Um, I think it was a tough category. There were some competitive people in here, but uh, but it was Deep Rock Galactic all the way. Let me ask you, Filthy, do you want to know the vote breakdown for this? Yeah, let's uh, let's see what it ended up at because I got a feeling that just from kind of who I know was in this voting range that Monster Hunter and Deep Rock probably pretty close, followed by a Modern Warfare or a Rogue. Uh, you know, it's kind of hard to say. I think I think I think the votes are actually going to surprise you then. Uh, just so that everybody knows, you'll probably hear me say this a lot since we're recording all these little presentations separately. Uh, but just a quick disclaimer: our voting process goes from we had nine people in the voting process, three of which being the foundation got three votes each in each category, and everybody else in the committee got two votes. We also counted any outside the committee vote as one vote. Uh, so. And people are allowed to abstain. They don't have to vote on things if they haven't played any of the games or whatever. So, that being said, the votes were lowest game, Rogue Company with two votes. The other two tied for three, Warzone and Monster Hunter Iceborne. And then Deep Rock Galactic, actually pretty much a landslide victory in this one, was seven votes so seven closest one was three that's that's pretty good for deep rock i I really feel that that game just in its experience for a group that wants to get together and play really took the that to the next level just because it's so fun it's it's very interactive and you know wanting to move up and especially i mean you can dance you can kick you know barrels around uh, you can drink beer it's it, it's made for a little group get together so. it, it really is and i do i do want to say we have a, we had a very competitive voting field on most of the categories this was not one of them deep rock definitely took it away so filthy that brings us to the fun part for you uh what was your favorite omg moment of 2020 you know i can't put it to one specific moment okay um 
you know, I, I really should have done a little bit more, maybe built a little montage. Uh, <laughs> a montage. There's uh, just so many uh, man crush moments throughout this season <laughs> that I've enjoyed listening to. And uh, Zach, you know, keep putting that heart on your sleeve, buddy. I mean, one day. <laughs> I am I, I have no man crush on Phil Billy, though it is a lot of fun to purposely say stuff uh, in those episodes that I know you're going to take because I think it bothers Phil Billy if anything. <laughs> He's like, stop that, you're feeding filthy. I'm like, I don't care. this is fun. <laughs> well, it seems uh, pretty much every episode I, I you can't say that. You can't don't say that. you're just feeding him. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Filthy, do you have any quick plug you want to do? Thank you for being on and presenting for us. We really appreciate it. And thank you for being the troll extraordinaire. The Discord just wouldn't be the same without you. No, uh, I think we're good. And uh, you know what? I'm going to say welcome to Robert from uh, last night's stream again because, Robert, you're just a good guy. Yeah, man. If he decides to listen to Horrible Game Awards, we definitely appreciate the sub uh, and the communication from just a complete random person. That's why we do it. Um, I am going to just plug for Filthy. He was in our latest stream on Deep Rock Galactic. We also have a three-episode miniseries with Deep Rock Galactic that you can check out on the channel that Filthy is on. And they are all great episodes and good times. If you want to see the multiplayer, the horrible Game Award multiplayer experience of the year in action, check those out. All right. So we're going to move on to the next award. Thank you, Filthy. All right. Have a good one, buddy. Horrible Game Award. Best Game Narrative of 2020. All right, everybody. Uh, our next award is, well, it's already been announced. Um, and as I said, Quantum Studio hosts all over the place. You got me, Zachariah. With me again, Neil A.K., Tiny Wizard. Say hi, buddy. Why, hello again. <laughs> Everybody's getting used to this spiel, I'm sure, by now. Uh, but joining us for, as a celebrity presenter for this award it's the guy, I credit him every week on his amazing banners for the YouTube show. Uh, Mark Bell, say hi. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Mark? Thanks for being here, man. We really appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Happy to be here. Uh, we appreciate all your banners as well. They are beautiful, wonderful things. Yeah, I'm happy to help, man. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, without further ado, uh, if you want, why don't you go ahead and hit us with those nominees? All right. So, um, uh, the nominees are, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, Marvel's Avengers, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Wasteland 3. All right, all right. Uh, very interesting section. Uh, this is best narrative of 2020, so this is the best story told in 2020. Not necessarily the best game, because I know everybody out there heard Marvel's Avengers together on a video game show and collectively cringed. Um, <laughs> but what do you guys think about this? Uh, these these nominees? Neil, let's go to you first. Uh, well, uh out of all of them on the list, Final Fantasy VII Remake is the only one that I've actually played through <laughs> and finished. And got to say, if you think you know the story, you don't know the story with this one. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, but Marvel's Avengers, uh, 
the the story has been the standout from what I understand of yeah. this game. And it's just so unfortunate that the rest of the game didn't follow suit with that. <laughs> um, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, I actually pretty much know the majority of the story now from what you've told me. Yeah, and I'm it sorry. sounds very You ended up being my uh, my post. Like, I needed to tell somebody about it, and you were the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't really have a dog in that fight. Uh, and honestly, Wasteland, I weirdly enough i had never heard of wasteland before this one truthfully really um yeah it's kind of weird because it's now old that school it's out, i hear it a lot of people talking about yeah. wasteland it's strange yeah i mean it's one of the first games from back on like i i think almost as far back as atari was the first wasteland and then they've updated it since obviously oh jeez. yeah i mean that game's been around for forever uh, and uh, before I go to Mark's feelings, I do want to say, interesting enough, you said you only played Final Fantasy VII on this list. I've played every game but Final Fantasy VII on this list. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, wh- anything to add? I know you, you're not playing a ton of games right now, but uh, anything to add to this? <laughs> That's the only way to put it, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's, it's hard for me because, you know, my, my knee-jerk reaction, of course, is Final Fantasy VII. Right. Um, and it, I, I, I played the original, I played this one, I played both of them, um, you know, and, and as far as a, as a narrative experience goes, I think, um, you know, these really in-depth RPGs are hard to beat. Right. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't play a lot of games. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. My, my, my viewpoint of, well, this one is obviously good. But it's also the only one I've played. So. <laughs> well, I, I got to say there was a lot of I, I liked it at least. Twenty twenty was a weird year for people playing, and a, a lot of our our award nominee uh, people were like, "I've only played this one." <laughs> so like, it was a very weird year for voting. Um, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, I've played a few of these games. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion is my clear favorite. Uh, I, it's it's my favorite for game of the year this year, even though it didn't make our list. I uh, I, I loved Watch Dogs Legion. I absolutely love the way you play it. I love the the story was so surprisingly good from what I thought was just going to be this tongue in cheek silliness. Marvel's Avengers, the like literally criminal that that game, that the 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 amazing like award worthy voice acting and script writing of the main story of that game is just going to be buried under the 10 tons of crap that is the rest of the game. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's the best Avengers story I've ever part partaked in. I've, I've said that out loud already many times. I, I thought they did the characters justice, but there's just so much of the, the terrible elements and the microtransactions and just the bad actual play and bugginess that just buries it. Unfortunately, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I haven't played it. I I am well known as a person who does not love Final Fantasy games, but uh, I know Final Fantasy VII, a lot of people liked it. And Wasteland 3, I played. It's really good. I haven't played it to completion, but it is very good. Uh, I know it's one of Phil Billy's all-time favorites. So, uh, so yeah. So, those are the nominees, guys. Uh, Mark, do us the honors, man. Open the, the metaphorical envelope read the winner tell us all who is the best narrative of 2020 all right uh the winner of best narrative of 2020 
Wasteland 3. Oh, there it is. Wasteland getting an award. They're up for experience, so this is a very interesting thing. What do we think about this? Obviously, you guys haven't played it, so you probably don't think anything about it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Good, good, good for them. Yay. <laughs> good for them. Yay. Yay. It is kind of a bummer. I try to give every presenter an award that they would be kind of happy about giving out, and uh, yours was just one that like I couldn't find one. That you'd be like, there were no Gundam games on here anywhere. Like I couldn't, I couldn't find anything. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, well, you kind of, you kind of caught the end of it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, nonetheless, this is one of the more highly contested uh, categories. Uh, Avengers scoring the lowest with two. Uh, watched all. Uh, I'm sorry. Final Fantasy VII remake got four. Watch Dogs Legion got five, and Wasteland 3 got six. Ooh, yeah, it tight, was tight one Very vote. Close. One vote difference between basically the top three is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, so, Mark, that's it. We're just about done. But, man, what was your favorite OMG 2020 moment? Man, um, you know, honestly, um, for me, uh, it was sort of a random uh, – Soviet jump game screen that I happen to be online for. Okay. And it's just such uh you know the the hilarity in these games like <laughs> like I I'll, I'll be honest. I I don't play a lot of games right now. Right. Right. Uh, I got I got two kids yes. at home. I'm at home. It's not the best. <laughs> I, I've got one kid, and it's not the best, so I get it, man. I get it. Um, but, you know, just uh, just the, the, the sheer insanity um, and the, <laughs> I don't know, catharsis of uh, just just lunacy for a while. I don't know. <laughs> so it's probably deeper than I needed to go on that, but it was, uh, it was, it was fantastic. I loved it. No, that's fine. I feel like I need to, to hug you. <laughs> feel like you need a hug man uh no, i'm good i got i got scotch downstairs I'm good. yeah there you go i appreciate it's it man. Warm tummy hug <laughs> there, it is. there it is uh i appreciate it i think i think that's two people who have uh given me uh streamer creds in their omg i guess i gotta keep doing streams then um there you go well, Mark, listen, man, thank you for all the banners. Thank you for contributing. Thank you for participating in the award uh, committee. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate all the contributions you give. This show is kind of uh, not just for us. It's also a way to thank you guys. So thank you so much for, uh, for being here and, uh, and helping us out and helping the channel grow. Hey, for sure, man. Anytime. All right. Well, I think that about covers it. We can move on to the next award. Horrible Game Award, Best Soundtrack of 2020. All right, so that brings us to our next award. And as I said in the previous show, you've probably heard me say this a bunch of times. We never know which hosts are going to be with us on each different award, thanks to the, uh, the weird way the Quantum Studio works. So right now it's myself, Zachariah. We got Neil, a.k.a. A Tiny Wizard. Say hello, Neil. Hello. And then we got Philbilly330 with us. Yo, what's up, old man fan? All right, but we also have our, another celebrity presenter, and that is the man who makes the music, Nick Van Sliders. Say hello. Hello, hello. Pleasure to be here. Uh, so, Nick, you are 
reading off the nominees for best soundtrack of 2020, do you think that choice was a little bit too on the nose? Uh, I think uh, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I was excited <laughs> when you told me that it was going to be how it works. And can I just say the acoustics in the Quantum Stadium are fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. We try our best. We do. We try. We try very hard. Um, all right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, Nick, why don't you read those nominees? Okay. The nominees are for Best Soundtrack 2020. Number one. Soviet Jump Game. Number two, Wasteland 3. Number four, Doom Eternal. And, oh, I've got my numbers all wrong. That's okay. Number, number five slash B, Final Fantasy VII Remake. For everyone out there, that was number one, two, three, and four. Yes, indeed. For all those who forgot how to count. Apparently, there's have, among us. If we didn't have screw-ups, man, it would not be <laughs> old man gaming. I'm going to say that right now. Do you, do you want it again perfect? We're leaving all this shit in, Nick. That's how we roll here. <laughs> I enjoy that. I wouldn't have it any other way. So what do you guys think of the nominees? You're just lucky I didn't read everything on the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell a couple of people, like, don't read the last line. Don't read it. Uh, so, it's all I was focused on. <laughs> so, so what do what do we think about the nominees? Nick, you're the celebrity presenter. Let's hear from you first. Okay, for me, uh, it's not difficult because I only played one of these games. <laughs> I will say that the game I played was Doom Eternal, and okay. to me, that was a heavy metal masterpiece. Um, so I'm sure that the tracks are fantastic on all of these games, but just perfectly blended music with action scenes throughout. The entire game felt like a heavy metal music video, and I do feel like without the music, you wouldn't have had uh, the same experience whatsoever. I, you know, I, I think it's really interesting because we got four people here, and I think each four of us are going to champion a different one of these games. Um, well, maybe not, not each one of these games, but uh, Phil Billy, what do you think of these uh, these nominees? Um, so I've only played Wasteland three out of these <laughs> games. Uh, I do know Doom Eternal soundtrack, and yeah, it's awesome heavy metal stuff. And Wasteland 3, I really enjoyed the soundtrack because it's like a you know, post-apocalyptic game, and the, the songs in it kind of have like the, I don't know what you would call that, like a, a folk style yeah. Yeah. that uh, it, it really brings that post-apocalyptic somber uh twang to the yeah, game. almost a blues country sort of thing yeah yeah um all right well neil what do you think of these four and uh which one uh, do you kind of want to win uh well i mean i at least have played two of the games <laughs> in the list <laughs> i i've um, played the most i've played three so i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> uh final fantasy 7 remake the music is fantastic but doom eternal just like nick said that thing fucking crushes it mick gordon just he everything that he did with doom 2016 he brought along and continued that on further i mean the man put together a death metal choir <laughs> it's it's just phenomenal absolutely 100 percent phenomenal 
Okay, well, going last, I got to say I've played three of these games. Uh, I've played Soviet Jump Game, Wasteland 3, Doom Eternal. I have not played Final Fantasy VII Remake. I am aware of the music. I think it's good music. I know Doom Eternal is kind of like a heavy metal masterpiece. It wouldn't have been my pick, but I understand why people would pick it. Uh, Wasteland 3 is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I have played that. The music sets a perfect tone. Uh, I... I've also, to, to Phil Billy's point, uh, just to add on it, the country folk aspect of that, it, they somehow make these battle scenes to it, and it's the slowest, lowest music to a battle scene, and you're still somehow pumped up for it. Yeah, you're still somehow pumped up for it, <laughs> which I thought was so impressive. Soviet Jump Game would be my pick. Uh, I think what they did with an old-school 8-bit kind of soundtrack uh, on a battle royale was just absolutely phenomenal. It blew me away every time I, I and it's an earworm. It gets stuck in my head. I hum it during the day after I've played it for like five minutes. So that would have been my pick. Um, nonetheless, I think we got a great, a great, great category for great nominees here, but there can only be one winner. So Nick, tell us who that winner is. And the winner is doom eternal oh the quantum studio goes crazy we can't hear it because of neil's amazing audio work uh <laughs> so uh, but doom eternal wins it guys how do we feel about that great <laughs> i feel fantastic about the choice you know it's funny as you were just talking about the the earworm quality and to me we would leave the title screen on for doom eternal and everyone in the household would just be humming the the heavy the heavy metal riff throughout the whole day so i mean it would just stick in your head yeah i'm quite accepting of the winner that's fair that's fair he's quite accepting I, I like that i like that that was a very very good approach to it i personally i i don't think you could have gone wrong with this category i thought it was one of the best category nominations that we had like the four were just like the absolute best um yeah. i thought however the voting did not agree with me. Uh, the voting was staggeringly in Doom's favor. So, Wasteland <laughs> 3 surprisingly only got two votes. I was kind of shocked at that. Uh, second up, uh, well, third place was Final Fantasy 7 with four votes. And then Soviet Jump Game got five votes. Doom Eternal had ten votes. Wow. Staggering. Wow staggering overwhelming votes for that everybody showed up to vote for that one i i will say i think um there's been a lot of categories that are very closely fought and this one just wasn't one of them and that surprised me because i thought these were the four best soundtracks in in the freaking world right now <laughs> yeah i think all of them could be listened to and enjoyed you know yes without a doubt i I urge anybody to go out and check out any yeah. of these four and soundtracks. And I'm definitely looking to play Wasteland 3, and I think that might have had a big impact on the voting as well because it sounds like it's got a fantastic soundtrack. So. It, I actually downloaded the, and I'm not a huge like music and games person, but I downloaded it on my phone. like It's in my playlist <laughs> at work. I, see, I did that with Streets of Rage 4, <laughs> which that, that was one that I had on that one, but... um. Okay, so Nick, without further ado, what's your favorite OMG moment of 2020? My favorite OMG moment would have to be anything that has to do 
with OMG Wrestling. I thought it was a fantastic show. I'm eagerly awaiting its return. Uh, the announcers were top-notch. Um, some of the unique move choices, one of my favorite being the, I don't know if I can get this right, Butterfly Backbaker. <laughs> <laughs> that would have to be my favorite moment. Personally. Well, look, it is very... Hey, Ziggy and Blaze Phillips do their best, but hey, it, it gets intense in the ringside. It's a real-time commentating, and, and that was a choice. Yeah, a stylistic <laughs> yeah. choice, and I love it. And they they drive really far to to come here to to call those those shows. Uh, Blaze and Ziggy really sacrifice a lot to do that show. <laughs> so I, I'm definitely not going to correct them. <laughs> All right, well, Nick, uh, I hope you stick around because we're going to do one more award, and it is very specific to you, sir. Horrible Game Award, Best Red Delirium Song. All right, so you guys just heard I asked Nick to stick around. Uh, we have a very special, special category today because we actually have the possibility of somebody actually accepting an award of ours because no actual game people care about us. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to go through the spiel again because this is going to go right after the soundtrack so you know who's still here. Uh, so, Phil Billy. Uh, we this special category. This was your brainchild, so you get to uh, you get to call the uh, nominees, buddy. All righty. Um, yeah. So I figured since Nick has greased our channel with the Red Delirium uh, album, that we should vote on our uh, favorite Red Delirium songs. Um, so with that being said, the nominees. Our number one, Ain't Scared, Ain't Never Been Scared. Letter B, Not the Greatest. <laughs> number three, Tear It Out of Me. And letter D, Big City Rock Song. I thought you were going to say five for the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. <laughs> um, this is awesome. So uh, so let's talk about these nominees while Nick's in the room, which will make him feel real awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. What's yep. everybody? Well, no matter who wins, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think they earned it. Um, what What's our favorite on this list? Phil Billy, what's your favorite of these four? I think I know the answer, but I want to hear it from your mouth. Dude, it's so hard because, I mean, um, I kind of nominated all of them. But, yeah. but yeah. uh Man, it there. I like them all for different reasons. I, I would have to say, uh, "Tear It Out of Me" was like the first one right. I really liked. Right. Uh, "Ain't Scared, Never Been Scared" is awesome, just because that's like I kind of came up with that catchphrase, and that is one hundred percent your catchphrase out, out of it. Uh, and then you don't uh, have to say kind of it's yours you could take credit for that one <laughs> and, and definitely then, is the motivation was a hundred percent to make a song that you would enjoy <laughs> which was fairly challenging and then <laughs> given that i knew only the catchphrase <laughs> and then uh not the greatest i really liked too which was like one of your like way slower songs but it was kind of funny i actually talked to zach about that song and it was kind of cool how like I interpreted that song different than Zach did, which is kind of what's awesome about music. You know, you relate Mm -hmm. it to yourself and your own, uh, 
you know, your own views and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was one of the best parts to me is that I think uh, Yumi uh, interpreted it in a certain way, and I think both of those are different from the way Nick meant it. Written. Yeah, and I, be- I believe all three of us did have different interpretations, which is one of the coolest things about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you? That's what makes a good song, right? I mean, yeah. What was your favorite, Neil? Uh, definitely, I I would have to say it's "Tear It Out of Me." Um, the uh, the the guitar riff in the chorus got stuck in my head for a hot mm. minute. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, I have to say, the uh, "Ain't Scared Ain't Never Been Scared." Just the the fact, Phil, you should be honored <laughs> that you inspired. <laughs> an actual literal work of art <laughs> by simply just a phrase. If that is not branding. <laughs> oh, Neil, that is so much more than just a phrase. It's a way of life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, honestly, I, I, I think it's cool just to know somebody who actually like literally like makes music and not just like, you know, like, oh, I do karaoke, like actually takes <laughs> the time to like, you know, write lyrics yeah. and actually track music. It's crazy. Well, and I well, want to thanks a lot. That does mean a lot. I want to. Um, hypo- I also do karaoke, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do as I well. Don't, I don't just track music. I do karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to pile on to the ego boosting and just go ahead and point out to everybody. Nick also does every instrument in every song. So anything you hear him play, he somehow either makes with uh makes with a a synthesizer or in some way shape or form he he writes and puts them all together he does do i think you do drum beats digitally right Mm -hmm. so i have a program uh to do the drums although i grid them all out and select the instruments and the timing um in the system that's really now, the synthesizers and pianos, sometimes that's played. Sometimes it's an effect that I okay. put in on the grids, just like the drums. And then um, all of the stringed instruments are played, of course, the bass and all the guitars um, in the vocals. So, yeah, that's basically how I do it. Well, It's a I, bit time-consuming. I, I think that's one of the most uh, amazing parts to me is just that it's you're kind of a one-man band which is impressive. Uh, as far as my personal favorite, I, I got I to say Tear It Out of Me, even though it hurts me to say that, because I like, I love all four of these songs, and not the greatest, like, really, like, cut to the core of me for my interpretation. And, and anybody who's wondering what my interpretation is, just go watch the video. I basically based a video around it. Um, but it's... It, like that one cuts it, but Teratotomy has just such powerful vocals in that chorus. I, I catch myself screaming them when I'm cleaning around the house. Like, just love them. So, uh, everybody's spoken on it. Phil Billy, which one's the winner? We've got to find out. The winner is Tear It Out of Me. I like the impromptu drum roll. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, it was, what, I, kind, what kind of processor did you use? To... <laughs> <laughs> there was Hand V Desk. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of it. Real high-end stuff. It was mic'd through a computer uh, <laughs> <your> microphone. <laughs> um, pop filter. So, Nick, step up here and accept your uh, reward. Watch the fire. It, okay, it's... I'm coming. There's more stairs than I expected. Uh, it's, it's a big place considerably more uh 
Tomb Raider-esque traps. <laughs> <laughs> We're a real game award show. You have to earn it. <laughs> um, so the voting for this one uh, kind of surprised me. Uh, the lowest one was, <laughs> this is going to piss Phil Billy off, was Ain't Scared, Ain't Never Been Scared with only one vote. I'm sorry, Phil. It was still a great song. Uh, uh, They're next all up, good. Next up was Not the Greatest, which was uh, which had three, which hurt me a little bit. Uh, then Big City Rock Song had five, uh, which is a clear favorite on the channel, that's for sure. Oh, that was a sure. Borderlands one, man. I mean, yeah, 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 it was. And then no, and it's just and... such a fun, straightforward rock song. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, it really is. I've actually had people comment on it on Borderlands 330, not even knowing that like there was a video for it somewhere else. Like we we got a uh, comment on a on an episode where the guy was just like, "This theme song's amazing," and I was like, "Yeah, he actually does his mute, blah blah blah," you know. Um, and then Teradotomy got uh. Eight votes with the win. Awesome. So congratulations, Nick. You are the first person to actually accept an award uh, in person for Horrible Gaming Awards. I didn't expect that it would be this light. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, with that said... Solid gold (laughs) is the lightest metal, Nick. You enjoy Uh, that and you keep that on your mantle. Is that scientifically well, accurate? Well said, well said sir. Uh, um, with the exception of like maybe um, mercury, yeah, which would be yeah, very dangerous. It's pretty hard to make a award out of mercury. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I do want to say just a real quick thank you to all of you guys for letting me uh, produce the music and then put it on the channel, of course. And then for anyone who's listening, because it's been... Um, just extremely enjoyable to put music out there and then get people's reactions to it. Um, you know, so yeah, thank you. Well, we want to thank keep you doing Nick. it. If people keep, uh, listening and, uh, well, we w- new song coming out does have harmonica, as well, I which I did play. I was Zach just about to tell it. you to plug things and not, and you're plugging things already. You don't even need to, you don't even need me to prompt you. <laughs> yeah, I've got, <laughs> So I've got three that I'm currently working on, one for the upcoming wrestling show, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, then one that's going to be called Outlaws. It kind of has a Western theme. Uh, it has harmonica interlaced with still kind of very metal riffing, um, which I think sounds just awesome at this point. And then uh, last one, without the, or, yeah, without the moon yeah which i believe is going to be the name of the next album that i'm gonna do which also sounds pretty cool and has some piano in there so i'm very excited i am very excited for your next album i'm very excited to finish this one we have one more video to do we have basically all the footage captured uh we just have to figure out how to transfer the data and edit it and it's 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 very exciting to actually have that whole album uh done um, I do want to say thank you for bringing your music to us and letting us use your music in all the, the places and the things. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the mu- more music on the channel. Um, of course. You that... guys, you two just need to get me your catchphrases. <laughs> Dude, there's a, there's a Halo Infinite Road episode that's coming out uh, that you should watch uh, in a couple of weeks. So, Awesome. Uh, Which one?
Which is our catchphrase then? Uh, What's the catchphrase? We can't talk about this here. I can't Uh, remember. I was really tired last night. Your song's going to be called Crunchy, Neil. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm you gotta okay use the, the whisper, the crunchy whisper. Yes, yeah. yes, all that. Yes, crunchy all and cringy, all in one song. It's a love ballad. I mean, if I if I have any catchphrases, it's either "Hello, my name is Zachariah," or it's uh, 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 "As long as you keep watching and listening, I'll keep making them." So we'll keep making them. So I don't know if either one of those are song worthy. Uh, but in any case, Nick, thanks for being here. Uh, we're going to move on to the next award. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. Take care. Horrible Game Award Experience of the Year. Guys, gals, all good things must come to an end. This has been an incredible journey. Uh, we've got to be probably around two, two and a half hours at this point. But it's time to wrap it up all in a bow and announce the big, big winner uh, but before we do that, I've got co-hosts here, and that's right, Neil, a.k.a. Tiny Wizard. Say hello. Why, hello. And then, of course, Philbilly330, say hello. Yo, what's up, old man fan? Gentlemen, before we get into this, I want to say there is no two better people on this planet to be working with on this channel. I know this is hard. We don't get paid for this. We work very hard to make this a success. And I would not do this with any other two guys next to me. And I, in, and in that respect, I don't think anybody should be up here for the Experience Award for this. But, Phil Billy, you have not gotten a chance to really, really announce an award yourself. So we're going to give this one to you. You're officially our celebrity presenter for the Experience Ooh. of the Year, which is kind of an award in itself, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Phil Billy, why don't you give us the nominees for Experience of the Year? All righty. Our nominees for all the marbles. We have Animal Crossing, New Horizon, Doom Eternal, Wasteland 3, and Among Us. All right, so those are some interesting nominees. I'm going to give my feelings first, change up pace a little bit. I think Animal Crossing New Horizon, it, it, it would be a travesty if we didn't put this in here, whether we love or hate or don't want to play this game or not. It's just been such a uh, such a, a, a an explosive game this year. Uh, right place, right time, maybe so, but they do games of service right in a weird way, and people love that game. Doom Eternal. And Wasteland 3, nominated for so many awards here tonight, and they deserve it. They are absolute masterpiece single-player games, whether you like them or hate them. I'm not a Doom Eternal fan, but I can appreciate what it is. Uh, Wasteland 3, great writing, great soundtrack. And then Among Us, that's another one like Animal Crossing. Uh, again, everybody out there, experiences, our experience of the years for multiplayer, single player, and this could be multi-year. It's just whatever the best game is this year. And Among Us is a phenomenon from three, like just coming out of nowhere. It was three years ago and now it's here and it's amazing. Uh, and it just streamers are streaming it everywhere. Um, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but it should definitely be here. So with that said, Celebrity Presenter, what do you think about these four? Um... I would have to echo a lot of what you said. Uh, Animal Crossing, while it is not my game, it, it, it definitely had a huge impact on this year. And gaming uh, came out at a perfect time with 
uh, everything that's been going on in 2020. Uh, Doom Eternal, it, uh, great single player game, great soundtrack. Uh, Wasteland 3, uh, amazing game, great soundtrack. Uh, the, the choices you make really take that game to a new level. And then Among Us is just probably one of the biggest party games to really catch on this year. Um, I'd say that and Fall Guys would probably be uh, mm. the ones up there, you know? Yeah, I think Fall Guys might have definitely gotten a nomination if, if anybody had played it uh, yeah. from, from the committee, not in the world. Plenty of people played it in the world. Neil, what do you think? Um, well, to not completely parrot everything that's been said, but I mean, again, I agree with everything that's, that has been brought up so far. Animal Crossing, uh, it, it definitely came at the right time. And dare I even take it a step further when we needed it the most truthfully in mm -hmm. this crazy, crazy year, uh, doom eternal doom eternal. It, it was definitely a highlight of my year personally, but more so, uh, I think Bethesda really needed something to kind of bring it back home because uh, up until Doom Eternal, they were kind of on some shaky ground. Um, Wasteland 3, I mean, I've heard good things about it. Again, I unfortunately, I hadn't played it uh, along with Among Us. Uh, but uh, Among Us, even, as we've already said, it's been around already for a couple years and when it exploded it it exploded so much that the developers actually canceled a sequel that they were working on to go back and put more into <laughs> among us and i think that's that says something honestly yeah. to the popularity of this game as delayed as it was yeah yeah uh all right so with all that said uh and all that done Philbilly 330, please do the honors. Please announce the experience of the year for 2020, our final award of the night. All right, guys. To my elation, the winner of experience of the year for the Horrible Game Awards of 2020 is none other than Wasteland 3. That is Crazy. I, I think that was a little bit of an underdog victory, but I think it's a well-deserved victory, and it, it's pretty amazing. It was it was hard fought. Phil Billy, do you want to know what the votes were on that one? I would actually love to because I was surprised, pleasantly surprised to see it get a get a spot here. This this was, you know, like I've said, we've had a lot of contested. We, we had a couple of blowouts, but we had a lot of contested categories. This one was one of the most contested categories. Almost everybody voted for it, uh, and the, almost everybody split their votes. It, it was a very contested voting. Uh, so uh, third place is a tie. Among Us and Animal Crossing both got four votes. And, and you guys have seen the vote count, so four votes as the last two was, is already crazy. Yeah. Um, Doom brought up second place uh, with six votes, and then only winning by two votes at eight was Wasteland 3. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, it was, a, it was a tough, 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 tough category. I'm very happy with the outcome of that one just because it was my 
<laughs> it was it was your pick. I know. Quite a while, really. I mean, I, you know, not to not to uh, do any inside baseball. I try to give everybody a category in which they're th- they're going to be happy at least about the winner. <laughs> it doesn't always yeah. work out, but uh, but yeah. So, um, when Phil Billy was named uh, uh, celebrity presenter, should have been a sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Phil Billy. You have your favorite OMG moment. You get to end your the last OMG moments. What was your favorite OMG 2020 moment? I am going to cheat a bit um, <laughs> with my... I, I think my favorite OMG moments were just a compilation of seeing uh, the channel, like, get a personality, I guess. Like, you had... We had uh, so many notable things that kind of stuck like it from what i remember it started with you know i i seem to pick up my little intro that i've still been running with with the yo what's up old man fam? heck old man fam didn't exist before this year yeah, uh that, that's true. so that came out of it uh through borderlands 330 we made daca bear this huge mm. thing that just kept up through the entire show uh ain't scared never been scared came on a a a collab game with uh me neil and zach uh through minecraft dungeons Mm -hmm. which uh, it wasn't even like (laughs) i don't think it was any of our favorite game but like we just (laughs) had good conversation and so ain't scared never been scared stuck i just uh everybody seemed to come into uh their uh, quote unquote personalities this year. Ne- you, you know, Neil with his, you know, somber intros and, and <laughs> Zach with his, if you keep watching, we'll keep making them. Like, I just feel like this year the channel uh, developed an identity and, and I really thought that was cool. So I know it's cheating, but that is my conglomerate of. OMG moments of the year. Well, I'll uh, allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah, I was about to say, man, that's a good one to end on. That was really well put. And thank you for mentioning Daka Bear. Uh, that <laughs> some I needed somebody to mention it. I almost mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was cool how. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, the channel seems to be having an identity we we definitely have a voice we know what we're doing with the channel for better or for worse and i i agree with that i completely agree with that i i love doing this i'm gonna keep my goal is to do this for many many years to come uh so so yeah this is great this is great um all right so that that brings us to the end of the show guys um First and foremost, I want to say a couple of things. Uh, number one, I want to say a big thanks to my wife, Melissa Van Sliders, because all of the little transition award announcements, that is her voice coming through. She had the perfect voice for it. She nailed it. And I really appreciate her taking out of the time to contribute in that way. I also want to thank all of our celebrity presenters uh, because they also put a lot of work in for this. All of our celebrity presenters also participate in the award committee, so they have all helped us decide these, and uh, they definitely showed up this year, which I really appreciate, and I thank them for all of that. 
Um, and I, I do want to say a really quick thanks uh, before I give you guys a chance to plug anything you want uh, to you guys for uh, being here with me, being part of the foundation. Uh, this, I've said it so many times on this. This would not be a channel without the two of you, and I, I just really appreciate you guys showing up. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a fun ride. Uh, so, yeah. do you guys have anything to plug th that you want to plug at this point? Or should we just wrap this thing? Well, I don't, I, I don't necessarily want to plug anything this time okay. around. But I kind of want to just echo uh, what you said. Like, it's it's another year, and it's crazy to say another year. <laughs> um, I, I mean, that's this is year two of the channel. While I mean, the previous year for myself was not necessarily a full year. Like, you know, I became a permanent member. Uh, of this channel and uh, like phil had just stated like we all have kind of developed our own personal identities uh, for better or worse in some <laughs> cases like myself but you know what we we bring we bring what we bring to the channel and there are 300 some people who who like actually pay attention to us and yeah. it's just crazy to think about yeah 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 and uh 2020 is over but 2021 is around the corner and we ain't stopping so we are not stopping that is for sure we're we're coming with new content more stuff and we'll definitely uh, my goal is to have a third annual horrible game award so uh yeah with that said, you know what? I'm not going to plug anything anyway. You guys could check out this channel. You could check out everything we have to offer. And as long as you guys keep watching and keep listening, we will keep making this stuff. Um, and we'll see you guys next year. Later, old man fam. We hope you've enjoyed the second annual Horrible Game Awards for 2020. Please like and subscribe. We'll see you next year.